DCM works. We're bloody good looking. There was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, again. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Artist Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David DCM, Creative Director, Lead Writer at DCM Works. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. The- <clears throat> wow. Hi. All right. Well then, do you have something to say? No. All right. Today, you're eating nuts already. I'm eating nuts. It's a good start to the episode. Yeah. Um, aren't you going to be thirsty with all that salt? Shit. And that not- <laughs> none of that drink you have? Well, oh, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do this. You've gone in on tilt with no backup plan. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about the humor of Rick and Morty. Now. Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty forever. Rick and Morty a hundred times forever. Always. RickandMorty.com. I love this show. <laughs> We've talked about this a little bit before, it's but I show. fucking <laughs> love. It's so fun, right? It's um. It's a cartoon. It's Dan Harmon. Yeah, it's one of those uh sort of cartoons for adults well no it started off as like people were like we don't really know what it is like is it just a cartoon for kids but then you get through season one you're like it's clearly not cartoon for kids well the whole um, i mean the the, the show's it's full of swearing and yeah. alcoholism <laughs> i mean the show's um, premise i mean the comedic premise of the show is that every time you think something's gonna happen something weird happens right yeah so a great example is in the first episode um I mean, it's not the first example, but in the first episode when they get they put on the gravity boots and um, Morty steps off the cliff and breaks his legs. Yeah, that is, so, and you're like, whoa! And then yeah. and then he lies there and goes, ah, ah, yeah. ah, and you're like, what? What's happening? And then Rick comes down and he's like, you didn't turn him on, you dipshit, you know? And then he disappears, and then you get like a a ten second not moving camera shot of. Morty just lying there, wincing in, in pain, pain, yeah, crying in pain. Like that is the first like real misdirection of you're like, whoa, yeah, this show I is think doing it's, something. It's one. Of, it's like it's, you know, it's a lot like Adventure Time, but where Adventure Time is actually aimed more towards kids, Rick and Morty most definitely isn't. Um, and well, it, it's definitely an adult show. You know, yeah, it's, it's Dan Harmon at his peak doing adult comedy. Well, what 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 station does it run on? Comedy Central? Um, no. No, I think it's Adult a, Swim. It's an Adult Swim show, I believe. Yeah, so it's like, you know, young adults, adults. Um, but it, it, it sort of sits on that line of, like, it just has this world which doesn't really have many rules. Um, like, there's a couple of rules, but the rules are usually just, like, Rick is the strongest being in the universe. Have fun. Well, which is smart, basically what Adventure Time is being, like. Yeah. You know. Um, Especially like it when like it sort of starts off, especially with like season one, and it goes pretty goes pretty ham in season two, um, where Rick is basically you know he's just this weird sci-fi character. He's like sort of um, well, he's um he's based on what's his face from Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. Yeah. yeah, he's basically Doc. He's like Back that to the plus Doctor Who plus <clears throat> plus alcohol plus alcohol. Yeah, well, yeah. Like he's just an asshole. Well, he's he's like he's like if you put Doctor Who and BoJack together. Yeah, yeah, it's a good <laughs> way know? of putting it. Yeah, and it's. And it's funny because you start off and you think he's like, you think you, you think Rick is just sort of part of this world, but then like some episodes that go by and there's some oh, you certain start points, realize. you start to realize that he is the center of the universe. Like everything revolves around Rick, 
but it doesn't make the show any less interesting. I think it's because he's like Rick is like carbon, like like absolutely like stock standard sort of like Deus Ex Machina character. Like he is yeah. so strong, but they don't sort of they don't let him like overstep his power. Well, I th- I think that's because his his abilities and his knowledge and his equipment and all that stuff. They rely on him to use it, and the thing that makes him interesting is that he's such a flawed person. Yeah. Like, he's... I mean, we'll talk about the ending of Season 2 later, but but he's such a flawed character that the minute that you give him all of these tools and this abilities and, you know, all of these things... Yeah, he could do amazing things, but he doesn't. But he doesn't because he's an asshole. Because he's Rick. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the... I think that's one of the really interesting things about this idea of... You know the 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 multiple Rick, the multi Rick, and, and the multi Mortys, <laughs> and the multi yeah. you know all these different universes, all these different people, and then you get, and the re- and you know there's a line in the show where Rick is like, well, you know, I'm the Rickest Rick there ever was, whoever <laughs> yeah. Rick or whatever. He's it the is. real Rick, yeah, yeah, because he is such the epitome of being that character. Like it's really meta, but yeah, like the episodes where they where he's sort of like the Council of Ricks. Oh god, that's like real they're cool. trying they're trying to capture him because he's like a renegade Rick, and it's just like, but they're all assholes. Like he's like the prime asshole. He's the prime Rick. Yeah, yeah. He's and... sort of um, if you imagine like the multiverse theorem, where there's like thousands of different versions of you, he's like the one at the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah, he's like know? the he's like he's the yeah he's the upper echelon of Ricks. Yeah, and they which makes him the worst person. Yeah, and there's a lot of episodes where he'll sort of interact with other Ricks, or it'll go back to the whole idea that, you know, because he's basically the center of the universe, he's set up all these things to, you know, you know, there's the fucking daycare for, uh, what, Morty's dad, whatever his name is. Uh, Jerry. Um, yeah, so every Jerry time... Jerry daycare. Yeah, the Jerry daycare, so every time he's like, he's like, I don't want to deal with Jerry, he just drops him off at the Jerry daycare and leaves. And then comes back and collects his Picks Jerry. With his, with his ticket. With his ticket. And, like, they mess up the tickets and they're, like... Oh, the ending where it's, they, like... They exchange uh, Jerry's and, and it's just, he's like, Because uh. <laughs> he's got a ticket from, like, the, um, the, the, the adventure park or whatever. Yeah. And the other guy's, like, oh, you, have you got... You, ha- you have my he's Rick. Like, and he's, like, you oh, have whatever. my Jerry. He's, he's like, like whatever. whatever. And they just swap. And the, the Jerry's, like, whoa. <laughs> and that, I mean, that kind of, like... I think that's pretty indicative of this idea of, like, the whole show's humor is basically that... Rick doesn't give a shit at all. Yeah. But he kind of does in a, in the weirdest ways. He's he's like the most real character. He's super he's in... the most real superhero you're ever going to see. Ever. Yeah. Cuz he's so not super and he's so it's not very, a hero. Um, it's very Hancock and at times. Reminds me of Hancock yeah. except better. Yeah. I mean, well, I have we've we'll talk like about Hancock, Hancock eventually just cuz the name's funny. And also Will Smith is great in that. Yeah. Um and so is uh what's his face? Um Rob, is Rob Lowe in that or is it I don't know else? who that is. Wow. Uh, uh, I mean, I know the name. I you would know. know you would know Rob Lowe. I know the face. Yeah. yeah he's he's super famous. Yeah. Like long time, big time actor. He was in West Wing, um, which you haven't seen. No. But you should. <laughs> it's one of the greatest shows ever. And watching House of Cards does that count? Uh, no, it's not as good. It's a Congress. And no, stuff. Act, there hasn't been a TV show made as good as The West Wing ever. All right. And I'm not saying it's. I'll a, take your word on that. It's a show about the politics the of politics. the White House. Yeah. So it's. I'm not. And I so love Firefly, so what I'm saying is the show is the best show ever made. I'm not Whatever. saying it's my favorite. Whatever, David. No, no, no. This is not. I'm not. This is not conjecture. <laughs> it's the fundamental truth. Anyway, yeah. so um, one of the things that I really like about Rick and Morty is they take a bunch of sci-fi tropes and they fuck with them. Oh yeah, like so every the... episode is just a a play on some sort of sci-fi thing. Is the first episode the one where they destroy, where <sighs> Rick destroys the world, and then they have to with the apocalypse, or is it the last one of the season? Um. Season did you, so the you end watch of both se- seasons? I've watched both seasons. Season one I watched a while ago, but I watched season two recently. Season 
one ends with the where he like freezes time oh right because right. of the party and they have to clean the yes. house okay no so the end but of then the episode... they accidentally freeze time for like six months well no they just they just do their own thing for six months yeah i'm um, sorry so the, so the end of the first episode of season one rick makes the love potion for morty is that that episode and he turns everyone into hideous bug monsters and they just hop to an alternate dimension kill themselves and bury them in the back bury themselves in the backyard and then start their life as if they always lived there Yes, I do believe that. Because holy shit! Okay, so that, I mean, that premise—the way that episode ends—is that they they cause an apocalypse where everyone yeah. becomes bugmen. Um, Rick is like, we can't fix it, so they <laughs> hop into an alternate dimension, kill themselves. Yeah, kill themselves and bury, bury themselves, and, and, <laughs> and just they replace go about them. their lives. Yeah, and there's a great scene where Rick is totally fine with. Yeah, it. it's the, it's the kind of thing where Rick is totally fine, and I think Summer and Morty have been pulled along. Like, they're both involved in it. No, I don't think Summer is. This is before yeah. Summer knows, or is part of the team. Part of the team. Summer only becomes part of the team after they pause time. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like... She's only in it season two, really. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, they just go to a new dimension and just kill the, the Rick and Morty that, that live there. That <laughs> take live there. their place. And, it's the, and that goes back to the kind of thing where it's just like, Rick is so okay with it because he just knows that it doesn't really matter. because well, there's but so Morty many... But Morty just loses it. Because yeah. you would. Because you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why is this happening? It, uh, that, I mean, it's so crazy. And then yeah. you've got one of my favorite moments of the whole show, uh, which is where you get the evil... Um, so you get the... Uh, is it does, does Rick get framed for murder? And then Numerous he has to go... Times, to, well, if, what's the one where there's, like, the giant dome of Mortys that are being tortured? <laughs> Have I said that right? Oh, if it's season it one, I, have, I, I haven't seen season one It might be one season one or two. It might be season two. I don't remember. Um... I can't remember which is which, but there's one where... It's um, not season two. Okay, so there's, like... I think it's the one where he gets framed and the council, like, try to arrest him. Most of the council is season one. Yeah, so I think it's, like, in the middle of... Like, toward the end of season one, middle of season one, where he gets framed for killing a bunch of Ricks. Um, and he finds out that it's actually, like, this it's other It's actually Rick. just an evil Rick. Yeah, who's in prison, <laughs> like, a bunch of Mortys and is, like, torturing them. He's got them, like, strung up uh, on the Oh, yeah, he's, he's collecting all the yeah. Mortys. And yeah. they form, like, a, a, a mental shield so you can never be found. You get to the very and end like of the episode. There's like a weird like mech suit made out of Mordis yes. or something. Something, something like, like that. that. I don't yeah, know. Something stupid. You get to the end of that episode and they solve the problem and everyone, you know, Rick releases all the Mordis <laughs> and all the Mordis are walking back to their own dimensions and one of the Mordis turns around, pulls off an eye patch and has like the control panel for the robot Rick that was controlling everyone. Yeah. And you're like, so that that's one of the first moments where you get a Morty who's actually smart. Yeah. And he's super evil because he knows how badly Rick treats him. Yeah. So their relationship relies on the fact that Morty is too dumb to realize that Rick treats him like garbage. Well, he knows he treats him like garbage, but he's too dumb to do anything about it. Yes. And but so- it, actually, it actually works out. It's sort of one of those relationships where it's actually good that they're all assholes to each other. Because a lot of things would like end up just ending badly if... Rick wasn't a massive arsehole to Morty. Yes. Like, my favorite episode, and probably the entire series, isn't, well, so far, is in season two with the, um, the, like, the memory parasites. The memory parasites? They're the, so they're the parasitic aliens that infect, pe- like, people's memories. Oh my god, sort of pretend, and, and you get all the different be, characters. Yeah, and he's here. like, there's like, this, he's like, there's meant to be six of us, even though one of them's implied to be a parasite the the mr poopy oh mr poopy butthole yeah mr poopy Poopy butthole oh my god um, the end of that episode (laughs) oh it's brutal but that that episode's really cool because it's it's it sort of throws the trope on its head of just like oh they remember all the good times they had together so that's why they know they're the real person whereas instead it's the opposite like they have horrible memories 
of, of the people other. who are real so they know that they're legitimate. And probably the funniest scene in that is when I think it's like Summer and Summer and Morty are like fighting back to back and like Summer looks over at Morty and it like goes back to a flashback. And it's meant to be like a like happy moment of her thinking of all the good times <laughs> he's, he's had with jacking the off of the he's, kitchen. he's jacking off the kitchen. <laughs> and, and he's like uh, oh, and Morty I forgot yells, that happened. Yeah, he's Morty when when someone's like in the memory when someone's like leaving. Morty's just like he's just like I'm doing it to your friend Georgia, and she's like no. <laughs> and then it like cuts back to her scene, and she's like smiling. That whole that whole episode is just so funny. Oh, uh, and because I mean, it plays the, so the well. Jerry, the Jerry storyline is heartbreaking. Oh though. god, the the Jerry Where and the he invents, sleepy he invents sleepy Gary, sleepy Gary or something, or whatever his name. Who was his. He his... falls in love with this gay, this guy, and they have the like, gay, yeah, love, the gay love, love relationship. Like, like but, but like Sleepy Gary is married to, um, what's her name? I forget the mother. So when they kill yeah. Sleepy Gary, she's just like giving me time to forget Gary. <laughs> You're like what? Yeah, it's such uh, a weird episode. That is a weird one. Is it? Yeah, that that I mean. Well, the you weirdest know... part of that episode, which I think plays into a lot of how Rick and Morty is kind of it plays around with sort of the meta narrative is the intro sequence to Rick and Morty, which has been the same since season one, has, like, half the elements in... Like, it does, like, that typical montage intro thing where it just shows things happening. But, like, half of those happen. Like, half of those things do eventually happen in the series. Like, there's, you know, there's elements of them. But half of them are fake. Like, half of them don't happen in well, any of the Well, they just don't happen in so the show. Far. That's all. Yeah, but one of the funniest ones is that there's there's a there's like a short clip of them having a pillow fight and one of the characters in the pillow fight is actually one of the parasites oh yeah in the intro sequence yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i noticed that also mr poopy butthole oh in that in episode the... he's in yeah. a couple of them. and he's yeah. also in the ship when it flies toward the screen yeah like it normally does like, like it in, add him in yeah they in all in the entire um in oh, that episode in that episode um, the parasite episode. He's in every single shot of the intro. Yeah, because he's not a parasite. Because he's not a parasite. It's weird, but yeah, it's so. And he's a, he's obviously at the end of the this the season as well. He the so, there's an after credit scene with Mr. Poopy Bubble. I haven't seen that. It's at the end of the last. Oh wait, oh is that where he's like the, he orders pizza and he's going crazy. He's just like what a cliffhanger. Yeah, okay, like, God damn it. Yeah, um, that reminded me of that. Those Adventure Time episodes where they're like clip shows of different characters, and they've got that guy the, who the, sits with the, the Grambles. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, he's like, what's the connecting thing? Very, and it's always some very, dumb thing. You, you think it's one thing, but, but it's, it's actually like, just something else. You're like, what the fuck? One of them was like speed. One of them was, was like senses, or like taste, touch. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah and one of the five personal. senses. Um, um, but that reminds me of that a lot. Or in the yeah, end of some... Deadpool, when he, it's very like fourth. I mean, the show is very fourth wally. Oh, the show doesn't have a fourth. I wall. mean, Rick often will be like, "We'll see you guys next episode." Or whatever. Yeah. Or at the end of season one, he's like, "We'll see you guys next season." Yeah. Rick and Morty forever, and he does that line, and you're like, "What the fuck?" No, well, sorry, they... he doesn't have episode one as well, where he's like, um, he. They're they're standing at at the front of the garage. He's like, "All right, we'll see you guys next time." Yeah. Um. No, and Morty's like on the ground, like twitching out because he's had yeah. this drug or whatever, and he's brain dead. Um. And Rick's <laughs> like, "We'll see you guys next time." Rick and Morty adventures through the stars forever. Rick and Morty yeah. forever dot com. It's the kind of thing where they're just they're like super aware, and they have like you know they have their their version of a filler episode is where they watch interdimensional ca- uh, oh cable TV, and they do it twice, and they do it twice, and mm. the second time they do it. The um, this is when they're in the hospital, and he's like ripping off the um, like rips off the the cable thing, and he plugs in his cable machine, and the 
and the um someone at the hospital is just like one of the nurses just like what are you doing and he's like we're doing a sequel <laughs> yeah. and she's just like i don't know what that means <laughs> no the greatest thing is none of the other characters do either it's yeah. just rick it's just rick he knows he's in a show yeah you know and that's... i think that's i think that's pretty cool because and it's not it's not overtly like pushed that he knows he's in a show he just sort of because he's such an aware character that him knowing he's in a show isn't, like, news. You're just like, well, yeah, that well, makes sense. of course he would. Like, of course he is. But it doesn't change the fact that he has to live in that world. Yeah. That's such... I mean, that's true. He's of, not like, able to escape it, so he just kind of fucks around with it. Well, and he gets... He get he accepts that that's... Like, as a character, he knows that that's the world he's in. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to break those rules and, like, you know, he's just like, well, these this is the, um... You know, the parameters operate with him. Yeah. And I think a reason why the show is so good and why I think it it sort of does Adventure Time better, is with Adventure Time, it, it solidified itself as being this world that has, like, a backstory and has, like, characters that have, like, you know... I mean, yeah, there That in- have these, like, really, like, deep lines throughout the story. But it, it means that when they do episodes in Adventure Time that just sort of escape from the norm and, like, are kind of silly, you're just like, yeah, it's just a dumb, pointless episode. Yeah, you, but you don't with, gain anything. Yeah, but with Rick and Morty, pretty much every episode is... It's in-universe. Like, it's every episode is canon because they have such a wider scope of possibilities because they're able to go, this is an alternate universe where the ice cream is the best, but also there's spiders everywhere. Yeah, and and, and that's just like okay, and you're they're able to create these like interesting stories with the characters with these different parameters each time. I think that's because it's focused on character, not world. Yeah, oh, it's a so, big, like the world doesn't matter at all. Like like one of the biggest struggles, and you know, one of the biggest struggles with Adventure Time, for example, is that sometimes it focuses way too much on world, and that's because they've hit a point with just the amount that they produce yeah. where they're like we have to do something different right <laughs> whereas with adventure time sorry with Rick and Morty it's very succinct yeah you know they every episode is so well conceived and executed and it's it, they're all sort of you know they're modular stories but with with consequences for the characters yeah in the same way that um you know th- someone described it to me they were like it's it's sort of structurally the same as uh, like your season one or two of Doctor Who, like the reboot. It's very like you've got these these cohesive singular stories in an episode that have a plot. They have a beginning, middle, and end. But the outcome of those events in those stories have ongoing consequences for characters. Yeah, and it's the idea of in later episodes, um, the beginning hooks. So like the thing that starts the episode is because of something that's happened previously. Yeah, a lot it's of the time. It's not just, like, random shit, so... Well, sometimes it is just... Oh, no, no, but, but... Out of the blue random. But in the sense that characters will make decisions based on things they've had in the past. Yeah. Like, Morty changes throughout the show a little bit, so does Rick. Like, everyone changes a little bit. Yeah. Um, even well, I think all the characters change. Because at first, they all just think Rick is a fucking psycho. And to be fair, he's, he is. He is. Yeah. And they continue to think that, but they're in on it. Like, they understand that you know there's this weird multi-dimensional stuff going on not all of them are used to the idea that like the same sort of men- mentality that rick has where nothing matters like well, even i mean the no life one... is literally pointless because there's thousands and billions of other lives out there yeah and it's so insignificant rick understands that because he's used to it whereas the other characters are sort of slowly getting used to it yeah i think morty's probably oh, like morty's obviously going to be the first character who sort of is really picks up on, on that idea of just like nothing matters and he's you know he's fine with it he's He's okay with Rick dropping his dad off at a fucking daycare where there's nothing but Jerry's. 
you know, he's definitely in on it currently, whereas, like, Summer, not so much. Slowly getting there. Um, oh, I really Beth. can't... Beth? Yeah. Yeah, like, she's getting there, I guess. It just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was, like... I was thinking about, um... She's probably the least used character so far. She, but she has good moments see, I don't, with... I don't necessarily agree. I think she's used very well. I think, well, she's not on screen as much as Jerry, but she's used they to give characterize... Good well, she's used to characterize Jerry really well as well. Yeah. Like, her influence on Jerry is a super interesting... Like, their relationship is super weird. Mm. But, the you know, we see more of Jerry because it... Like, that relationship manifests more in him. Have they given her sort of a solo storyline yet? Um, they gave her and Jerry the one where they're at the marriage council. Yeah, place, doesn't But count. she doesn't have a solo <laughs> one. Because Jerry has a couple of solos. But she's supposed to be, like, the one that doesn't want to join in the hijinks. She's just, like, yeah. the mom who's supposed to be responsible. Well, I reckon she will in season three. I reckon she'll be the one that breaks um, Rick out of prison all right we got to it can we talk about the end of season two oh fuck me how heartbreaking that is oh god there was there were a lot of endings in season two that were rough the um the ending to the unity episode was rough yep where he basically commits suicide and fails um well he basically just attempts suicide yep um oh shit i forgot about that yeah Yeah, where he tries to like laser his brain and he just falls falls over he's drunk yeah um and Jesus, yeah. yeah that, I forgot about how dark that, that is. Yeah, no, that Unity episode is brutal. Um, I mean, the whole thing is rough. Yeah, like the the, oh, the note she writes, Ugh. like given the fact that she's a symbiotic sort of creature, brutal. it's rough. Yeah. Um, but the oh, boy. the ending of se- <laughs> oh boy, the ending of season two is like I didn't cry, but. I mean, it, it was rough because I mean, it's like god damn it, like it's just such a departure from how you expect a rick and morty episode to end well, and not in the same way where like like it's different to something like bojack horseman where like bojack horseman just nails it in because it's just over and over like drills it through your skull yeah it, like it just it, it drills you down to a low point and then punches you in the gut whereas rick and morty stays pretty fun throughout and then just sort of dips at the end you're like oh like it's actually kind of crazy um I have no idea what they're going to pull with the whole Earth being part of the galactic See, things I just, now. You know, I, I want to know... Like, I'm almost expecting the first couple of episodes of the next season to kind of retcon the whole Earth being part of the Federation thing. Like, they're going to do some interdimensional bullshit to go back to the premise of season one and season two. That or... Rick and, or that or Rick escapes and then just commits genocide and kills everything that isn't human on Earth. Yeah, and they go back to yeah, you know, like so, it, well, I reckon the the first few episodes will be the resolution of the cliffhanger that see, ended think, at season two. See, okay, so for those who haven't seen it, the end of season two. Spoilers. Eh, uh, too late. <laughs> the episode title of the with this people know they've been yeah. watching the show for long enough. They know the episode title. If you haven't seen it, don't listen. Yeah. You know, it's as Basically. simple as that. Yeah. Um, because we analyze the way that the stories are put together. We don't like. There's no way to do it without that. Yeah. Right? Sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Um, so season two ends with, uh, they're at Birdman's wedding, and it turns out that Tammy is an undercover agent. For, yeah, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> for like, for like the intergalactic police. Intergalactic police. Um, the people. Yeah. So a whole bunch of people get murdered at that funeral. Rick gets his family in a van. They escape. Yeah. A space van. They escape to a planet. Um, and he starts well, to realize... Well, they escaped to one of three planets, one of which is just... It's just a Mario Galaxy world. Well, it's basically. really small, which I thought was funny. There's the, uh, everything on a cob world, yep. which I thought was like, what's wrong with that? But he's like, no, everything's on a cob! <laughs> and they run I think that's pretty funny, because yeah. that's the kind of thing... That's the kind of humor that the show has where, like, 
from an outside perspective, you're like, oh, it's just kind of weird. But Rick just freaks out and he's like, no, we can't have this. And it's the kind of thing where it's just like, you kind of just trust Rick's judgment. Yeah. Where you're if like, you're on a planet right. where everything's on a cob, it's probably a bad thing. It's yeah. not just like, oh, cool, everything's on a cob. It's like, we gotta get out of like, here. Shit, we gotta go, you know. Um, um, what's the third world? Uh, oh, yeah, the screaming sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the sun rises uh, and it's just a guy going, ah! <laughs> So, so they go to the small They one. go to the small planet. Um, and so Rick starts to realize... <laughs> and they make slowly, a whole bunch of jokes about the planet being tiny. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of um, jokes. Rick starts to realize that the only way to save his family is to turn himself in, basically. Yeah. Um, so he decides that he's going to do that. So he goes and he... He has his last drink. And it's one of these... It's. I mean, it, it goes from... That's what he does. He has his last yeah, drink. And it then goes he, from 0 to 100 really quick. Really fast. Like, you go from, ha, Rick and Morty, to he goes and has his last drink, and then he just goes... I and, mean, there's so, many, there's so many elements to it being rough. Like, him getting captured, like, them going back to Earth, and it being, like, really weird and different. Like... You know, the, the, the immigration center is run well, by aliens. I mean, nothing's and the same. Full without, of aliens, and they're like, uh... nothing's the same without Rick. Yeah, and and he's and it and, he's and he in, gets put in Azkaban. He's in prison, and um, the guy's just like, "What are you in here for?" We don't know he what says, he did. He's like everything. But we, but we don't know. Well, we don't know what he did. Well, in season one, he's being chased by the. Yeah, but that's for a crime he didn't commit. He got framed for that. We don't know what Rick did. Like, we don't know what I mean, the thing is that he and Birdman did. That's so like we just don't know yet. Yeah, it's... And that's it's, an interesting, like... It's, it's almost the kind of thing where you can just assume, like... It could be anything. Well, that's the thing. He When he's when he's asked, what, do, what are you in here for? He says everything. And it's the kind of thing where Rick is such a powerful being, even though he's an old dude. He could be in there for everything. He's done literally everything. He, he could have done do literally everything. And that's such a weird way... Like, because we root for Rick. Yeah, it's, right? all, it's, it's like an end of this series kind of thing, but... It's not. It's an, it's the end of hot, like probably halfway or like a third of the way through. We don't really know how many seasons it's going to get. Yeah, I mean, it... I'm betting seven. <laughs> no, it'll be seven six... seasons no, in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Oh, okay. Um, I was going. I was going one more. Yeah, one more. Uh, look, I think it ends in the way it should have. I think that season ends. You know, you get there's finally consequence for what he's done. Yeah, cause and because because he he walks season around. one ended more on a uh, it wasn't really a cliffhanger. It was just like a weird interlude. Almost. Well, it, it like was the, the freezing time thing was just a case of like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, they're opposite ends of the spectrum. Season one is proof that Rick can get out of anything. And season two is the confirmation that actually he's, he's accountable. He can't, yeah. At the end of the day, ultimately, you have to live with something. And, you know, for Rick, it's... Well, I think it showed, it improved his character because it showed that he was able to put other people in front of him for once. For the, like yeah. when he, he when he like obviously throughout the series he spends a lot of time just fucking over everyone else because he he almost knows that he can get away with that kind of stuff. You know he can get away with just sending his parents off to an alien or well, his daughter and his daughter sort of th- Beth and Jerry. Wow. Off you to... couldn't even think what you would call them, would you? His. I was like, he's not his parents at all. It's Rick's son in law. Son-in-law and daughter. Like, yeah. he, he's fine with sending them off to some random alien That took you a while. Why did that take you so long? I don't know. I was having a moment. <laughs> and, but, and, he, and he, he's like, he's comfortable doing that because he obviously knows, I was like, you know, nothing really bad's going to happen. And even if it does, he probably knows it's going to be fine. But when he's at that stage where he's like, you know, the, the council is like, every, like, my family wants to go back to Earth and they can't without me. So he's like, well, I'm going to do it. Like, it's the one thing he can do is just hand himself in. And See, it's a weird character thing where it's like, 
it's like the end it's like the straw that's broke the back like he's gotten away with so much up to this point where now he's just like damn it (laughs) see i still don't think it's him caring about other people i think it's him do you think he's like planning it no do you think he knows that it's just gonna be fine it's just part of the he obviously does but i also think the thing that is the truth is that he's like he can get away with anything he could just go to another world where his family still love him he can do anything he wants but the one thing he has to do is live with himself yeah so the end of season two i think and this may not be true i don't know this is what i think is that he has realized that the only way that he can get away with what he's done for him like conscience wise yeah is to say to himself i have fucked over so many people for so long i've done so many bad things that this one time i'm gonna do the right thing but i don't think that's true i think what he's done is he's gone i'm gonna turn myself in and i'm gonna punish myself i can't drink I can't go on my crazy adventures. I can't do all the things that I need to do to escape myself. Yeah. I have to be locked in a prison with my own thoughts. I can't do anything else. I'm just going to suffer myself. But do you reckon, do you reckon in his mind, does he, does he consider it a temporary thing or like a, like, you know, hanging up the coat kind of thing? I think it's probably a bit of column A, bit of column B. Yeah. So he goes, I'm going to hang up the coat until I decide that I want to get back into it. So, so think, you reckon? Think, he, so you reckon he knows that, like, when he, when he's, oh, when he's like, you know, I reckon like, he could right, I'm at the point. He can just be like, get out. Yeah, yeah. But I think, leave. I think he doesn't because he knows that he should. He's be doing it. He's sort of like, you know, self-controlling. Yeah, self-flagellation kind yeah. of thing. Where he's like, I need to stop and just give it a hot second. Yeah, I reckon that's it's probably it's probably, probably what it's going to turn yeah. into. And either way, like it, the show is so well conceived that whatever they do with it, it's going to be. I mean, that I'm sure, like, it'll be really interesting. Yeah first couple of episodes they always do things that you're never expecting i think that that's one of the reasons it's so funny and interesting yeah well i reckon it'll either go i think it'll go one or two ways it'll, e- they'll, it'll either be like the first 10 minutes of the first episode will resolve the conflict of him being in jail or it'll be like a four episode thing <laughs> or, or it'll just open with him out of jail and, Rick, and morty will be like wait what and he's like he's, oh. i just left he's like oh, i just escaped <laughs> I just left i could have left whenever i wanted or it could just, yeah, it could just start off, and he'd be like, and, like, Morty may be like, wait a minute, I thought, I thought there were aliens here, like, what happened? And then Rick comes along, he's just like, yeah, I just reversed it. Yeah. Yeah, I just fixed it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and, like, everyone else has forgotten, but yeah. Rick remembers, and obviously he makes Morty remember. Yeah. Because that's the premise of the show. That's how it works, yeah. Morty, Morty can't forget. He can he's never forget. Just, yeah, he's yeah. just the surrogate oh, for these Jesus. horrible things. I mean, that, that would be interesting still. And I think they could play with the whole, I mean, I reckon season three will have a lot more, sort of personal stakes for all of the characters because season one was just funny antics season one was hijinks yeah season two is a lot of a lot of problems and like big issues caused but, for but character problems yeah you know the and i reckon episode. season three will be a case of just like you know maybe beth and jerry's wow you're <laughs> maybe beth and jerry's today. marriage actually like starts to be really shit maybe um, Rick has like Rick deals with his self conscious a bit more. He's just like, why am I doing this? Like a bit more self reflection rather than just straight consequences. Yep. Um, but I think either way, season three. When's it coming out? It's coming out soon, isn't it? Soon. This year. Yeah, I've this read year. somewhere that they were like, they were like, oh, because at the end of season two, they're like, get get excited for season three, whenever, because they had no idea. Yeah. But um, I think there was an article where they're basically like yeah it's it's 2016 at some point cool. so uh awesome woo we're excited yeah. um but yeah if you haven't seen it go watch it i mean please it's so it's so good. it's really it's um, it's it's the new um i mean it's it's gonna be a classic it's just i think it's gone beyond 
what like Adventure Time did for cartoons because it's it's not just silly for the sake of being silly. It's actually got to, and it's also when it is silly, it's silly for a really good reason. It's almost like the new Futurama. Yeah, big time. Yeah, it's new um, Futurama. And you know we've always said that. Uh, so Ben, <laughs> since about a minute ago, we've, since about we've a minute always ago. said that. Yeah. Uh, where can people find us? I don't know. Uh, DCM underscore works on Twitter. DCM dot works on the internet. Uh, you can email Patreon, us well, podcast oh. at dcm dot works, or you can just um, I don't know. You can anything us. at if dcm you can, you can, uh, works. Hashtag AFA pod. Yeah, that one. Um, and you can also, if you want to help support us. Oh, what? Come on, head to no, patreon.com. Like, you always give me a fucking look. Yeah. Head to patreon.com slash DCMworks. Fucking sh- sell out. Shut no, up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said before he sells out. Yeah. Uh, and this podcast is also powered by hover.com. Uh, they provide, they provide uh, some the great... Power. They give us the power, mate. Um, yeah. They're great for... Uh, they, they, they host and they will transfer domains. Um, they're really cheap and they're super easy to use. Uh, we have a referral link in the show notes. It'll get you a sweet $2 off. Which is um, a lot for a domain. Yeah, because domains are pretty cheap. Pretty so cheap it's anyway. you know it's decent amount. Um, and honestly, they just it's a good service. Even if you don't use our link, just go use them. They're great. They're good shit. Um, so yeah, that's gonna do it for this week, and we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. There was probably Bye. a song that reminded me of it, or I done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird. As it makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 